Welcome to the That's It podcast. A podcast on not only changing the way you view yourself, but changing the way the world views you. And that's it. Hello. Hello. What's going on? Back. We're back in our natural habitats. Oh, feels feels good. so much better. Feels <laughs> feels a lot better. It does. We were featured on another person's podcast last week, so we didn't do our own recording, but right. we're back. So if you want to watch that, we'll put it in the video description for you. The little link. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? So what I wanted to talk about was why a lot of people might feel invisible, disempowered in the world, and just... I guess, unseen or unheard. Mm. And I know we always say this, but there is accountability that needs to be taken for that. (laughs) Right, I agree. I think everyone has been in a point in their life where they feel like they're being walked all over or they're just not getting the respect they deserve or they're not getting, you know, that promotion that they want, whatever it may be. And the accountability you can have on your end is having the strength and confidence in yourself to be able to demand or ask for those things. Not only that, but I feel like when you are that bitch or that man, you don't need to ask for shit. It's handed to you. Right. You walk into a room and people know what's up. Mm. They know Mm. who you are. Your mm-hmm. presence is enough said. Mm-hmm. I and definitely feel that. Yeah. I definitely feel that. Like, whenever I walk into any public space, I just feel so good within myself that I can tell that people are, like, receiving me well. And we're getting, whenever you and I go out together, we always get special treatment, you know, we get, like, tests of things. We get like, special perks that maybe somebody else might not get. Yeah. And it's definitely, the reason I feel like we can speak on this, though, is because we were once those invisible people. It's not something we're, like, trying to boast about. It's something that we were there before, and now we're in this place where we know our worth, we know our power as women, Mm -hmm. that it's almost just this magical feeling. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want that for everybody else, too. Just to find their own power and their own light and find what makes them special about, like, everyone has a unique trait, whether Mm -hmm. it's one, two, three traits, like, we all have something to work with. Mm -hmm. And when you can highlight that, you're, you're golden. Right. I think a really great first step for some people is to just write out all the things that you are proud of yourself about. You know, like, Mm. oh, I love my hair. I love the way that, you know, people receive me. I love my smile. I love the way I'm kind to people. Whatever it is, just things about you, just write them down. Right. And just really just remember who you are because we get so caught up in who we're not that we forget that we are already these beautiful people. Right. So what I want you guys to do right now is just sit back for a minute close your eyes and just sit in silence for a little bit and we'll give you a few seconds and just think about 
the qualities you love and admire the most about yourself. It could even be one thing as simple as, I love the way I'm able to talk to people. Mm-hmm. Let's just sit in silence for a little bit and think about that. Meg, Meg and I will do that with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there, time's up, bitch. <laughs> no, time's up. Time's up. I'm impatient up in here. We did take two breaths. But anywho, you get my point. Okay, exactly. You get it. Nothing could come to my mind, to be honest. (laughs) I feel Uh, very like strained in this environment. She's like strained. I don't know how she deals with me. I need to be like in my bed at night. (laughs) Okay, well, if y'all don't want to do it right now, okay, we can wait till after, and you can do it on your own time. But you get the gist, okay? Like we said, just brainstorm on some things you love about yourself, and try to apply them more in your day-to-day life. Try Mm -hmm. to use them more, and you're going to find that not only you feel more confident, but other people are going to start to see that about you as well. Second thing that I would say is almost... To show people your value and show them how to respect you, it's the most crucial when you're put in positions where you have to stand up for yourself. And that's when it counts the most, you know, like when say somebody like said something disrespectful to you or maybe talked to you in a weird tone, whatever. When you show them how to treat you in those moments, that Mm -hmm. is showing them exactly who you are and basically teaching them Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna put up with this Mm -hmm. yeah to have an ability to advocate for yourself like I um work where there's a lot of um like women helpers that are like older and I can tell like sometimes they're not happy with their lives and they are you know looking towards gossip and they're just kind of like focusing on the negative and I always try to like bring that positive light to them and you know, one time, like, one of them said something to me that was, like, a joke, but I, like, wasn't really vibing with it, and the way that you deal with situations like that is so important because you have to understand that people who hate or have something negative to say, they're disconnected from the truth of who they are, and they're unhappy in their lives, and that shouldn't make you feel invisible as a result. It shouldn't make you feel bad about yourself It should instead make you pity that other person. Exactly. Well said. Right. And I think you know you're getting to that point in your life where you are just so magnetic and amazing and beautiful and everyone just sees your worth and your confidence and all that. You're going to start to get some haters. Oh, yeah. Like, let me tell you all a story. My Somebody I know the other day, okay, I was showing them a dress that I wanted that I had ordered And you know what they say to me? Mm. They're like, yeah, that dress isn't going to look like that on you. Oh. And I'm like, oh? (laughs) And then then they're like, yeah, I mean, she has a nice um, pair figure, body figure. And you don't. So it's just not going to look like that on you. And I'm like, oh? (laughs) Like, for real, you are going to start to get some haters when you're happy and confident in your decisions and who you are 
And it's just the truth. So just know you're winning when you have bitches hating. Mm-hmm. And I know it can be um, debilitating at first because you may be like, oh, I thought this person was friends with me. Why are they coming up with exastrobus lies about me and spreading it to half the town? <laughs> Not exastrobus. <laughs> like, why are they just telling half the town, like, completely insane things? Like, oh, half the town like, now. <laughs> why are people texting me about what you said? Like, I don't right. get it. But, anyways. Anywho. I think it's important in those situations to just, like, show that it's not bothering you because truly if you're in your element it's not going to bother you and I think the way that you respond and the way that you react to those things says everything about whether you truly have self-love or not because if you start to get into this defensive space and you start naming this this and this oh that's why you're wrong that's why you're wrong it just shows that you're not securing yourself Mm -hmm. so Instead, when you take that calm approach and when you're like, oh, I didn't do that. I didn't say that. But, you know, congratulations on everything you have going on in your life. Like, truly, I'm happy for you. And don't even entertain it, you know, because the second you entertain it is the second you invite it into your life. Right. See, I'm a little bit petty. My favorite (laughs) response is always... I'm glad I could help you feel better about yourself today. Right, right. That's always my response. I'm so glad I was able to be that stepping stone to your journey of feeling better about yourself. Mm -hmm. And honestly, that's all you really got to say. You don't even got to say that. You don't really got to say too much. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't need to entertain any conversations like that because they are so beneath you. Mm -hmm. Another thing, okay, to not being invisible and this kind of goes with what we were just talking about, is not even entertaining conversations or arguments that are childish and (laughs) beneath you. Right. Like, I am dead serious. Mm -hmm. If it does not align or correlate with the woman or man that you want to be, don't even bother giving that conversation a word. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to be sucked into a conversation like Mm -hmm. this And it's even harder to set your boundary in it. So set boundaries, really. Set those boundaries. Yeah. I think you come to true self-love in your life when you don't have to correct people's uh, false identities of you, right? So someone can exist on this earth and they can think that you're a horrible person and you cheat and you lie and you steal and you do all this. But you know you've come to true self-love when you can just let them have that opinion and live their life. And that's cool with you because you know you're not a cheater and a liar and this and that. So you just let them live and let them think that. You're unbothered. You're unfazed. And it's fine if they think that because you know what the truth of who you are is. They don't. Right. And, you know. I love the hair change. I know. (laughs) I just changed my hairstyle midway. <laughs> you look in the camera and I have a whole different hairstyle. It's like when I disappeared for two seconds. All right. Let me tell y'all, earlier I was getting all deep and emotional. <laughs> and I'm hanging clothes in the closet. And I turn around and Meg is gone. And I'm like, have I been talking to myself? And then I look over and she's like right next to me. I'm like, oh my gosh. 
Anyways. Um, <laughs> on a serious note. No, but seriously. Um, something I did want to mention is after, you know, setting your boundary. And everyone talks about this, but mastering your self-care. Mm. Like, that is top tier right there. That is, like, the key right there is mastering your self-care. Because when you have that on lock, you know how to take care of yourself. Other people are going to take care of you as well. Okay, so are we talking self-care like showers or are we talking self-care like affirmations? Like- I'm talking everything. I'm talking self-care to the point where, shit, if your arm hurts, mm-hmm. that is a big fucking deal. Okay, okay. My okay. arm hurts, and okay. that's a big deal. Because I love myself, and I'm going to make sure I'm good. The right. slightest, most minor inconvenience my body is having, right. my brain, my emotions, whatever, that matters to me, and that should damn well matter to you, too. I'm, <laughs> Who I'm, are you talking to? <laughs> I'm talking to everybody, okay? Okay, period. I'm being a little dramatic, obviously, with the examples, but you know what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, like everything about you is important and it's of significance and you need to treat yourself like it's important in order for anyone else to ever treat you like it's important. Exactly. So you just have to come to terms with the fact, and I know it's hard for a lot of people, you need to come to terms with the fact that what you have to say and what you feel is so significant. Yeah. It's just as important as all of these other people that you put on a pedestal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How do you go to a nine to five job every day and listen to your boss and cater to their every need, but then you come home and you don't listen to your own needs? Mm-hmm. In a way, you're allowing these people that you work for or whoever you put on this pedestal that you listen to, you're pretty much telling yourself that those people run your life Mm, and they're mm -hmm. more important to you than you are to yourself Mm. and that's not good you know i mean thank you thank you Mm -hmm. i was there before like i would go to work i would listen to everything my boss told me to do i was like a robot and then i would come home and maybe there was things i wanted to do but i wouldn't do them and i wouldn't Mm -hmm. even listen to myself like how am i more disciplined in my job Mm. But I'm not disciplined in myself when I get Mm. home. Like, my boss gives me tasks, okay? And then I gave myself tasks. Say I wanted to go to the gym after work. I wanted to clean. I wanted to do this, this, and that. But then my boss gave me a to-do list. I checked off all those boxes. But I didn't even check off my own when Mm. I got home. Mm -hmm. Like, how does that make sense? Why am I honoring them more than myself? And that's something that even I struggle with these days sometimes, you know? It's crazy that you mention that because I literally just saw a video the other day saying, like, that exact thing pretty much. It was like, why do you, um, you know, if your boss at work tells you to take the trash out, you're going to do it. But if you tell yourself that you're going to limit your screen time or you're going to start going to the gym four times a week, you don't do it. Exactly. And that- exactly. You need to honor yourself in that. And your confidence, I'm telling you, will skyrocket Yeah. once you start following through with the things you say you're going to do. Because it's one thing to have confidence in your job and know that you have your job on lock. But it's another thing to have confidence outside of your profession 
and just within yourself. And that's when the true confidence just shows. And let's talk about why people are depressed. Because <laughs> honestly, there's yeah. a lot of people depressed nowadays. I've been depressed in my life before. I'm sure you have as well. Like, it happens to us all. I mean, yeah, sometimes I even still feel like I right. feel that way. Yeah, you know? and I think the reason that people are depressed is because they lack purpose and they lack direction. Because... As soon as I found something that made me feel good in my life, that depression just instantly melted away. Because it's a false construct. I don't really believe that, like, it's a serious thing that you can never get rid of. I feel like it's just you're at a certain phase in your life and you need to, like, break out of that phase in order to truly refine yourself. Because I think all depression is, is you've become lost from your true self, and you have this like false sense of identity and you can't believe these negative things about yourself all the time. You have yeah. to come to terms with the fact that you are this beautiful person that God made you to be. And mm-hmm. that's the thing about life is we're born and we're immediately this beautiful person that God made us to be. Mm-hmm. But it's life that just gives us all of these things that we feel badly about ourselves for and we have to let go of these layers that life has taught us and this conditioning that life has given us in order to come back to that beautiful sovereign person that we once were so a point I wanted to make was you know it's a bit easier to have confidence and be powerful when you're in a room with people who maybe don't have as much confidence Mm. as you but let's talk about and this is when the true test comes being in a room with other powerful people Mm. because this is when you will really be tested of Mm. your confidence and your value and whether or not you can truly stand up for yourself Mm. like i work with doctors you know they are very particular very confident of course in their work they are they like you know I felt torn apart when I first started Mm. working with them like my confidence just plummeted because they are very particular about things and you almost need to be perfect because not to say they're perfect but low-key they are perfect I mean they have a lot of education they have a lot of education exactly they want things done a certain way so, you know, at first it it really took a toll on my mental health. But th- through this job and through, you know, working for these powerful women, I have learned so much and honestly, I am more confident than I have ever been and I feel more able than I have ever been. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter if you're a doctor or a coworker, whoever. But I am going to tell you how I'm feeling mm-hmm. if I don't feel right about something. And I'm going to be honest with you because that is when your confidence is really tested. So just remember to stand strong in who you are and how you feel, no matter mm. who you're around. Mm. There's this quote, I don't know how it goes exactly, but it's the one where they talk about if you're a flower in a field of like weeds or thorns, you're not going to have a great place to grow. And that's right. exactly what you're talking about. You need to be surrounded by 
people who are better than you who are going to challenge your confidence because until something is challenged, most likely it's not going to get better. Exactly. Because you're going to be stuck in stagnancy. So Mm -hmm. remember to challenge yourself and being uncomfortable is totally okay. Like it may feel bad in the moment, but it's really going to be integral to your growth journey. It really is. And I think this was a great way to wrap up this podcast yeah so thank you guys for listening and we will see you soon bye bye thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate everyone who takes the time to really soak in our podcast it means a lot to us it really does and our mission is to empower and to inspire young women in need of guidance and in need of love that's it that's it